This podcast is for educational and informational purposes only. The conversations are of a general nature and do not qualify as financial or tax advice. We recommend before you make any financial decisions, you consult a licensed professional. Individuals on the podcast may hold positions in the companies discussed. Welcome to episode 52 of The Numbers Game. It's the start of season five. We are back. We are raring to go. Nick, Marty, how are we going, guys? Welcome back. I'm going really well. Thank you, Jason. You couldn't lend me 50 bucks, could you? Because I just got to go and buy my family a meal. But, uh, you know, <laughs> apart from apart from all the things we're going to talk about, I'm going really well. And it's great to be back for season five and uh, entertaining our listeners. Uh, Nick Riley, welcome back, my friend. How are you going? I'm going well. A little, little bit like yourself, a um, little bit over all the negativ- negativity we're seeing out there at the moment. But um, looking forward to unpacking some of that today. Yeah, not happy about the price of lettuce. Um, although it's, I think the media. You know, we're talking about the media beefing things up. I just kept saying eleven dollars, eleven dollars, eleven dollars for a price of lettuce. I picked one up the other day for six dollars fifty. Um, so it's I thought that was pretty pr- good. Price. So, Your beauty. Well, I've, it wasn't that big, but like, <laughs> do you really ever finish an iceberg lettuce? <laughs> Does anyone finish an iceberg lettuce? It just sits in the fridge, right? Because it, you know, oh. what do you eat lettuce with? Tacos it wasn't a Brussels sprout. <laughs> I was in a Brussels sprout. <laughs> so, but other than oh, that, geez. going okay. But really, yeah, really looking forward to unpack some of the stuff we're, we're going to unpack today. How are you going, Jace? Yeah, good. I don't know about you boys, but I reckon the last couple of weeks felt like it absolutely flew by. Uh, I guess we're in professional services where there's a 30 June end of financial year. So I feel like we all got absolutely smashed in the last couple of weeks. What we thought was going to be a break where we'd recharge and focus on numbers game strategy and our own business strategy. And it's kind of just feels like we've fallen across the finish line, which speaking of was in Gold Coast on the weekend. Um, Speaking of lettuce prices and everything going on up north and with the floods in Sydney, um, arrived in Gold Coast on Friday to what I think somebody told me was the coldest day in the Gold Coast since 2005. So the world is a mysterious place and we're here to unpack that, talking about inflation, job markets, interest rates today, boys, and I reckon we should just crack right in. What do you think? Let's play. Right, guys, a small change for the current way that we're going to roll episodes moving forward. We're going to bring you the reading the play episode earlier on in the week, and then we're going to split out the one percenters with mixing in a bit of losing it into a second episode later in the week. We want to give you guys 20 to 30 minute bite bite size episodes to keep you going during the week. And uh, reading the play today is brought to you by Walker Digital for all of your social media needs. Walker Digital crew look after the numbers game. So if you need to follow us on Instagram, if you haven't already, go and check it out. You'll see all the reels and tiles and social posts they do there. And if you check out wlkr.digital, you can see their website and all the things that they do. So guys, reading the play, I'm going to crack in and share an article with you because I think it made a lot of sense to start with this to open up the floodgates into talking all things inflation and interest rates. And I think, you know, as Nick touched on in the warm up, it is just something that we are hearing so much about and so much negativity. So I'm keen to unpack it with you guys and see what your thoughts are. And it's just a small article with a couple of key points, and we obviously love our numbers. So I'll read it out to you. There's an ABC article. It says Reserve Bank interest rate hike prospect has mortgage holders and small businesses worried. Um, It is Monday, the 4th of July. We are expecting probably a 0.5 rate rise tomorrow um, from the Reserve Bank, just to uh, let you know when we're recording. Barbara Aldridge, she's a WA Perth business owner. She's been running a bookshop for 27 years. 
And she's obviously been through some different times and different things going on in the world with her experience. She was interviewed for this article and said that she notes that when her business is quietest and people keep money in their pockets is when interest rate rates are rising, there's elections or there's wars. She said that she's concerned for the younger generation, especially mortgage holders. She feels that older people have budgeted over the years and have more experience with dealing with this, whereas for the younger ones, they've never experienced this before and they don't know how to behave. The current cash rate is 0.85, likely increasing tomorrow, and we're coming off historic lows and everyone's worried about how high it will go, which I'm interested to ask you guys later. So a survey of 900 West Australians off the back of talking to Barbara said that when the cash rate reaches 1%, 38% of them said they'll start cutting back. If it gets to 2%, 66% of people said they'll cut back. And when the rate gets to 3%, this is the, the cash rate, 80% of people will have to make cuts and changes to their lifestyles. Now, the first things to go in order, according to the survey, will be cafes and restaurants. People will cut back their spending there. Then it'll be savings and investments. People won't be able to direct their money into savings and investment accounts. After that, recreation and holidays, and then consumer goods like electronics, then cosmetics, clothing, and food. So food's obviously kind of the more important end of the scale. Um, guys, I might throw to you first, Marty, not because you might have as much years experience as Barbara in business, but more so just you're a whiz man full of wisdom. What do you think about those numbers when you know you start to talk about cash rate going up and people cutting back? And what are you hearing? What's What's... What do you think? Well, Barbara and I go a long way back, so let's just start there. So great <laughs> article. And um, I was doing some reading myself on the weekend. I think it was Bill Evans, who's the Westpac economist, was basically saying that rates could go up, obviously, another 0.5% tomorrow. But So by the time this episode drops, we'll know that. And then possibly another 0.5% in September, and then another 025 in November and December. Mm. So... Pretty bullish, uh, but again, I feel like just what you explained there, Jace, needs to happen. Like they're trying to get control of inflation. So, and I think we've talked about in season four, you'd rather have that control happen quickly because people have got savings, and of course, they will probably utilise those savings to cover the additional mortgage repayments they could do. So like you said, cafes, last thing they want to hear is people not going to cafes and spending money all of a sudden coming off the yeah. back of COVID. Uh, but again, I think if we can do this quickly and get control of inflation, you know, prior to Christmas, then everything rectifies and everything will be okay and we'll go back into more of a normal, you know, business pattern. But in saying that, like just in the last week, I've chatted to a guy that runs a bakery in the Arrow Valley who's run it for 15 years, fantastic bakery. And he just said, like coming out of COVID, like they're looking to sell now. Um, they've still got good profits, decent profits, and, you know, it's a good business. But they're just saying, you know, they've worked so hard, worked so hard and supplies are going up with inflation. If people aren't spending, even if it drops off 10, 15, 20%, like that's that's a big factor for those types of small businesses. And of course, people are sort of weighing up while they're still very profitable off the back of a very good year as to is this the time to now make that type of move? So it's definitely impacting the psyche of the market. And I think, you know, sometimes I go, people will always overreact to what the initial news is. So, but rest assured from what I've seen in the past, it generally rectifies 
reasonably quickly if the right people uh, are working on it. And I think we can probably get into a stronger position in the next three or four months and hopefully going into 2023, we'll uh, have clearer roads ahead. But in saying that, I still think the Fed, the Reserve Bank, have got something to answer for here by saying that interest rates wouldn't go up until 2024 mm. or 2023. So talk about reactive to what's going on globally. And a lot of these things have come up, but surely they had a read on that and this could have been handled a little bit more effectively. Uh, Nick, what's what's your take on it? Oh, I just find it's interesting, the stat that you read, Jason, correct me if this is not correct, but um, two-thirds of people or 66% of people said they wouldn't stop making changes until the cash rate got to 2%. Yep, that's when they reported that. That's when they reported they'll need to cut back. So up until that point, it's it's business as usual up until that point for the people surveyed. Yep. They feel like they can just keep on rocking, which when you look at the, the deposits into people's bank accounts, I feel like people are sitting on some cash. So... Or, you know, we, I, I read that stat quite a few episodes ago and I've forgotten it now, but we're on record level of savings um, from businesses and individuals. So so the cash rates are 0.85 now. Hypothetically, we get another 0.5 tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Jason, you're the accountant. Does that take 1. us 1.35. 1.35. Um, so that should see us, Marty, at residential home loan rates at mid threes, mid to... Is that right? Mid threes would be a really good rate yep. if we get half a percent tomorrow. Yep. Yep. So that's so we really need another say point six point seven before people start to actually pull back. So that mm. means their home loan rates are going to be in the low fours before they feel that they would need to pull back. And this is what I've been saying for a long time that. Um, and when I say saying talking in our business, that people will be okay for quite some time yet. You know, the banks being assessing people, as you would know, Marty, at five percent interest rates mm. for however long it's been. It's just the Correct. reality check that this is what your mortgage needs to be now. And when you look at people that have been paying two percent, being paying, uh, and they're now paying four percent, of course, it's double. It seems like a lot, but that's only the interest component. It's not the principal component. So your your home loan rate doesn't double. And those stats just demonstrate, I guess, that people are not really stressed yet. Um, 66%, we need another three rate rises before they'd even start to cut back. And even then, once we get to a 3% cash rate, which the RBA has stated we won't get to, they feel that we'll peak at 2.5% uh, towards the end of the year, and then it'll, it'll, um, it'll well, hopefully stay there for a while and then come back. But we're not even going to get to 3%, and at 3%, that's where people think, or that's where 80% of people think they would pull back. And I think 3%, Marty, probably sees the home line rates at about 5%, maybe low 5 yeah. So, Which is pretty consistent in history, around that 4.5 through to 5 to 5.5. Yeah. So I said it's not outside the realms of you know, what's usually normal in a mm. good, thriving market. But what it also gives me confidence on is those savings – like property is probably the most protected because people will give up on the cafes and and a lot of it's a perception play, isn't it? It's that uncertainty. So people might not spend as much and have that discretionary spending going because just with genuine, you know, concern of the future. But Mm. ultimately, this is why property always does okay. All Mm. those savings can be redirected in the way they need to they need to be redirected. So I just hope they go hard early. And I know that sounds harsh. There was an article today in Australian Broker, one of our industry magazines, that 
that 39% of mortgage holders are concerned with interest rate rising. But again, yeah, who's not concerned when rates are going up? Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? It's like it's 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 like yeah, it, it it'll rectify and we'll get some we'll get some grounding I think by the end of the year. And people are still spending, but I I noticed, and I don't know whether it's just out or east, but even you know even when you're looking at the restaurants there, they're not quite as uh, full as they were. So for whatever reason, whether that's the hangover of COVID and. They say that it takes 21 days to form a habit, and I think we were 400 days in lockdown, so people are still <laughs> rekindling a new habit of getting out and about. But they're certainly they're certainly not as packed as they were pre-COVID. Um, so I think, again, people are just finding their feet in this new way of operating across the board. So we'll get there. That's the flow-on effect. You know, we say 66% of people will cut back at 2.5%, 3%, whatever it was, but you know, you've got, okay, well, that's less people going to restaurants. The supplies go down. Um, that's, you know, you've got businesses that have borrowed, interest rates go up. There's less investment from businesses because they're paying more on their business repayments, um, you know, which are traditionally higher than the mortgage um, interest rates anyway. So there is this flow on effect that once the consumers do stop spending, it flows down, you know, to the lady in the bookstore who's not selling as many books. So then she's also not spending as much. So, yep. but I agree with you, Marty. It needs to be, it needs to be dealt with really quickly because there's no point prolonging it. We need to get everyone okay with the new norm and then we can all progress. But properties are, you know, <laughs> what's everyone going to bunker down and protect? They're going to protect their property and everyone talks about property prices and, you know, property prices are going to come down. Well, of course they will because people won't be bidding as much mm. and we're seeing that already. Um, but as far as people defaulting, I think that will be insignificant mm. i really do based on what we see in our business i don't think that will be a problem at all um prices will drop at the front end people coming into the market but i, I can't see there being a high level of defaults marty what do you think you got you got to remember that a third of the market actually doesn't carry a mortgage either so i mean the, the, and if you look at the cycles the last four rate cycles where it's increased I think there was only once from memory that there was a 10% drop in property prices in Australia. So we're like like Nick said, we're very much protected. Property is our our thing and we'll protect that at all costs. And and then you generally find that, you know, property prices actually can then go up in a rising interest rate market as well, because in history, times are pretty good and that's why, you know, rates are going up. So it's like it's 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 not all this uh, doom and gloom that's made out. And, uh, of course, different economies do different things internationally, but I feel like our market is is really a, quite a strong market. So I think even if we come back a little bit, I, I, generally it goes sideways, but then on the upside, you know, down the track, if it goes up four or five times the rate, um, I think property markets, once, once everything stabilises, will start to continue on as to what they always do. And we've got history of that, so yeah, I think we're okay. So, gents, just on that, I think it's important just to outline for the listeners what this actually all means for them. You know, everyone's hearing cash rate half a percent, um, peaking at two point five, maybe three. What does that mean for the home loan? Five percent. So, just on just just to put it real simple, and we can we can only go off what the RBA is telling us, even though they did tell us we weren't going to have a rate rise to twenty twenty four. We we will still go off what they tell us, but hypothetically. The rates, the cash rate gets to 2.5%. So that's the RBA's cash rate. 
and they're expecting it should get there by the end of the year. Now, what's going to cause that is inflation getting to 7%, and they think inflation will get to 7% and peak by the end of the year, and the, they will keep raising the rates until they can get that down. So if the rates, the cash rate from the RBA does peak at 2.5%, or at 0.85 at the moment, we think in our business that home loans will sit around 4.5%. If the cash rate happens to move another half percent above that, let's say the cash rate goes to 3% because they can't get inflation under control, then you might be looking at a 5% home loan. But we think 45 is probably safe. And a good indication of that is the fixed rate. So the long-term fixed rates at the moment are sort of creeping up to mid fives and you'll generally find the long-term fixed rates are around 30% above what the banks think the variable rate will be. So if you're a homeowner, a homeowner you can probably expect to be paying 4.5% pretty soon. And if you just want to do some numbers, um, a half a percent rise on a half a million dollars is five, is what's that? On, on, on a million dollars is 5,000 bucks a year. Is that right? That is yep. right. Yep. Um, which is about $400 a month. So if you're, if you're owning a million dollars or if you're owing a million dollars, every 1%, your home loan rate goes up from now. And your home loan rate at the moment should be at around 3%. If we get another two rate rises and you owe a million dollars, then you can expect to pay about another $830 a month. And then if you only owe half of that, you'll pay another 400 a month. So again, it's just good to know those numbers. Yeah, on those numbers, Nick, uh, we're getting a lot of phone calls at our office, and I'm sure you guys are the same, around people wanting to fix their mortgage rates and obviously mm. sending them your way to have a chat to the good guys at Innovate and the good guys and girls, I should say. Um so on fixing, are people generally, are they doing it? Are they fixing knowing those rates are quite above the variable given what banks are factoring in? And are they fixing out of fear or, or you know, what are you guys seeing on your end? Uh, majority we're seeing is, is variable because the fixed rates, like Nick said, are 30% overs at the moment uh, to where the variable will be. And also there's a long lag time generally, uh, maybe a bit shorter this time around in regards to those variables creeping up to those fixed rates. So really they would have to, if you did a two-year fixed rate, they would those fixed rates would have to fly past, those variable rates would have to fly past that fixed rate within a year for it to be a benefit. Mm. And it's not going to do that. Uh, well, I, I certainly don't think it's going to do that. And so that, that can give clients a bit of comfort as well. So guys, uh, talking about inflation and segueing from interest rates, we know that uh, interest rates are used as a way of reducing inflation when things start to get out of control. Um, and, you know, what drives up inflation is, you know, the cost of raw materials, cost of wages and demand on services and products. So that's something we're hearing a lot in the media at the moment and, and all around us is the demand and the cost of materials. And now, you know, Elbow's gone and put the uh, minimum wage up as well. So again, kind of fuel fueling the inflation fire. Um, I've also just uh, read right before the episode that Coles and Woolworths are about to put their prices up as well uh, between three and four percent across the board because they're getting pressure from their suppliers saying that they can't supply things at the price they're doing it anymore so they've given Coles and Woolworths an opportunity to reprice and get that out to the market as soon as possible so in the next couple of weeks you know our listeners and ourselves we're going to be going to Coles and Woolies and and the prices are going to have gone up and you know when it's two dollars and it's gone to two dollars ten or two dollars twenty you might not notice it on a product by product but overall you know your total basket of goods when you get to the checkout is going to go up 
Um, the Reserve Bank have come out and said they're actually expecting inflation for the quarter to be as high as 7%, which would be a 32-year high. That's the record. Um, what do you guys think it'll get to? Do you guys think 7% is a good number? I mean, keep in mind that fuel's up 11% as well on the quarter um, or on prices. So, I mean, overall, when you start to think about it, inflation and the reason all these measures are being put in place it is getting more expensive out there. I mean, every time, you know, Marty, you've talked about filling up the uh, Prado before and, and how expensive that's getting. Um, you know, do you guys think it'll stop at 7% or where do you guys think it ends? Well, for me, I'm, like I said, the diesel is actually, I think it was 2.49 a litre and the expectation is that might jump up to about $2.70, even to three bucks, yeah, wow. which is, yeah, it's uh, quite, quite a bit. But look, I, I honestly don't know. I, I wasn't around. I was born in the 70s, but I would love to know what happened in that period. Maybe that's something we're going to go back and research. Mm. But I, I just feel like, you know, this it's all happening at once and we just have to deal with it. I feel like everyone's in the same boat where, you know, Prices are going up across the board. We have to reprice our products in our own mm. business almost. You know, we have to really nice. put consideration in, a, around that. And then, <laughs> but it seems anti-intuitive because that means potentially people will buy less, mm. right? So it's, but that's exactly what they want. So I, I, I don't know what it'll end up with. We can only go off what we're being told really in the media. But look, it's 7%. If we can bring that back down quickly, like we've spoken about before, I think that's the main thing. The thing is the structure to you know, bring, bring, bring those prices back down and get control of inflation. That's the main thing here. And I feel like they certainly, you know, from everything I'm hearing, they certainly believe that's doable and quicker the better. Nick, any additions on that? Oh, I tend to agree. I'd... Who knows how they really calculate that number too? And there's a lot of conspiracies out there. I oh, know. I think they <laughs> control the narrative. I'm a firm believer in that. And who knows what the inflation rate really is, in my opinion. I, I just think they'll control the narrative and they'll tell us what they need to tell us. Um, the thing with inflation at the moment is it's, it's driven from COVID issues and obviously lack of supply because of lockdowns. Um, it's driven because of a, a war in Russia and Ukraine and trying to get oil. Um, it's driven by things like climate change. And, you know, now we're just going through, looks like um, the east coast of Australia is and, and New South Wales is going to flood again. Mm. So that causes more issues, you know. You've got insurance that goes up. You've got supply issues again because, you know, you've got shops that are flooded. So for me, it's... There's there's a lot of things that are causing it outside of normal economic conditions. So who knows what the inflation rate really is? And I honestly believe that. I don't know if it's seven, it could be 10 or 11, it could be four or five. Um, but I don't think it'll go much above seven. What will be really interesting is um, the US when that comes out next, because they were predicting theirs would peak at eight. Uh, and it, it, the last numbers were higher than that. But I can't say getting above seven or eight, um, whether it is or not. I think that's what they'll tell us it is. Um, yeah, I, I, I hope that's where it stops and I hope the interest rates don't go really above 5% because I think if they go towards six, that's when we'll start to see some significant pain. I think fives and belows, yep. I think people will, will, will get by. 
you start to hear the recession word being thrown out, thrown around a lot more when those inflation numbers start to get too high. And then even looking closer to home, um, I'm in a lot of accounting groups where accounting firms are talking about what they're doing with their prices. And so many are saying just blanket 10 to 20% price rise across the board. Um, and that's also fueled by, you know, the same, the same issues that inflation causes. It's a uh, the wages, finding people or finding staff, this is a supply problem. We don't, we can't find enough people to do the jobs that are out there at the moment. And then also the prices. If, if we do find someone who wants a job, the price they're demanding to be paid is driving up the cost of the services that we can provide. So all of a sudden to run a business and using an accounting firm as an example, um, many of them out there are going 10% minimum price rise. And because there is such an abundance of work, even if you did lose a few clients because they didn't want to pay you the extra 10 or 20% that you're probably worth, most other accounting firms are going to be doing the same thing anyway. So yeah, really, really interesting times. You've been listening to episode 52 of The Numbers Game. We've been talking about all things in the economy today, so we hope you got some value out of that. And um, be sure to hook up with us on LinkedIn individually. And uh, we hope to hear, we hope to have you come back next time when we'll be talking about culture, employment, wages, and all other sorts of fruity things. And until that time, it is game over. 